the recording. I like it though. I like it. Leave it on. Leave it on because it's got the. I have other ones too, but you gotta have to be able to see the both sides too, right? Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. Bless your heart. That's cool. So Bless welcome everybody. This is our All Lives Matter call, uh, April twenty sixth, two thousand twenty three. This is our All Lives Matter call with Alex Lloyd and Dr. David Peck. My name is Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting them before we hear from them today. Um, I want to go ahead and share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, myself, Johanna Chan, or you, if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, guys, take it away. Thank you so much, Johanna. And welcome everyone to All Lives Matter. And um, just every once in a while, and I guess right now is every once in a while, maybe every three or four months, I want to reinforce that all lives matter, that that whether it's someone else telling a lie, you telling a lie, believing something untrue about yourself that maybe would not you wouldn't call a lie, but it's not true and you're believing it and it's affecting your life. If you could eliminate the lies from your life. Present, future and resolve the lies that you've already participated with in the past through healing, let me tell you, your health is gonna go straight up, okay? The guy in the middle who's trying to hide behind his hat is Dr. David Beck, but please uh, uh, read what his hat says because that's basically what we're here for, all right? So uh, we finished last week one series and we're starting today another one. And I've been really excited. Uh, I, I mean, I love that last one it, I, because those are issues that we don't talk about a whole lot that are really important. Uh, this week, we're starting another series that was uh, David's suggestion and I love it and I'm so excited. It's, uh, it's right in my wheelhouse, the stuff I love to talk about and work on to try to help people. So Dave, why don't you uh, take off and I'll add a post-it note and then we'll do a code and see if we have any questions. Okay, thanks very much, Alex. Yeah, so um, I wasn't raised Christian, uh, although the, the woman, the, my grandmother raised me as a small child and she used to do the rosary uh, three times a day. I was kind of wondering what she was doing up in that corner room there, but um, so um, I had to look this up, honestly, but the seven deadly sins, are part of Christian teaching, and I'm sure Alex is well aware of them. And so the, we're going to go in order over the next seven weeks and start with pride, which is the first one. And I was trying to find uh, sources that would give me the correct order. It was never really clear what the correct order was, except that pride should be the first one. So pride. So the question is, is it, is it pride or is it really vainglory that we're talking about. So the first thing we is we have to we have to make the difference between pride which can be 
is really a good thing is self-respect and dignity in what you're doing. And I looked up the, some of the Wikipedia, the dictionaries to try to get some definitions. And there does appear to be some confusion as to, um, you know, what, what pride is because there's foolish pride, which is the vainglory and that's excessive pride, arrogance, conceit, that kind of thing. And just self-respect and dignity. Like we say, you know, which is pride. And that's, that's a good thing. That's, that's, that's what we want to have. And, and this issue really goes to the, the uh, point of the category 11 in the healing codes teaching, it, which is humility. And it's really about believing the truth about yourself Amen. and not having to have somebody else believe something about you for you to be okay. And we've spoken about this before. So, um, you know, my own thing with humility, of course, is I've spoken about many times and, you know, has to do with my pex character and being judgmental and hypercritical and condescending and all these things. And, and really, and it, almost my whole life, honestly, uh, has been a, a matter of, internally telling myself that I'm actually not good enough and, you know, putting myself down, oh, Dave, you, but at the same time, telling myself that I'm better than everybody and externally, and Alex, I hope you can clarify this too, because it's in my own psychology, is that, but externally, you know, when encountering someone else or looking at somebody else, sort of automatically judging them putting them down and putting myself above them. And so, you know, there's an arrogance that goes with that and a conceit that goes with that. And, you know, thankfully, I don't really, I don't, I judge very little now, honestly. And I'm really glad about that. Of course, there's always maybe a moment that I, you know, have those impulses, but it's not, it's not a natural inclination like it was for me anymore. So, uh, and that's been a great relief and a great release. So um, now here's, here's one other point is that um, because we've talked about the truth about ourselves and Alex, you just also mentioned just now about what, you know, believing the truth about ourselves, And so, you know, you might think to yourself, well, you know, why should I think that I'm any good, you know, or, you know, what is really the truth about me? Because I, you know, I failed at this and I can't do this or whatever it is. And all these different things that are, you know, society's telling us, oh, you have to make all this money or do this or be this success kind of thing. Well, you know, what I would say is, you know, on those scales, if we're going to take those scales, fine, that's, that's an arbitrary scale. Somebody's created that like oh if you make a million dollars and you're better than someone that makes five hundred thousand dollars or something like that but on a true scale and we're now we're getting back to the truth i believe this is the truth i feel it in my heart is that we are humans we're as human beings we're amazing people and there's so many reasons why that is and i touched on it i think in the last couple of weeks but we have intuition we have inspiration. We have imagination. We can love. You know, to ask a computer to do that, you know, that's why, you know, I kind of put that AI down because I'm really, I really have a, a you know, a, a bad slant on that AI because it's been glorified in my mind, it's just glorification of the AI. But 
Ask an AI to dream something, okay? We have all these emotions. We have compassion. These things are valuable. And when and 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 part of the issue that I see it and and you know part of the idea of doing this whole mental slavery thing is that we have sort of have limited ourselves and and taken ourselves out of that. And what what we want to do is we want what we I believe we need to do is to release ourselves so we can go back to that that compassion, that love, all those things that make us amazing as humans. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be yourself, in my opinion. Okay, so um, that that was the one other thing. Um, I don't know. I think Alex, maybe I could get your input on. on okay. All this. First, first of all, before I start on pride, I just want to say David Peck is one of the most humble, high-level professionals I've ever met. Okay, most. There, you've got the bell curve and everything, right? Including the profession, okay? There's a bell curve in professional psychology. There's a bell curve in nursing. There's a bell curve in being a practicing medical doctor. David is at the very top of that, okay? And most of those guys that I know, and you can look at his face right now and see how uncomfortable he is that I'm saying this, okay? And that's part of it. That's part of it, okay? Other other guys like him would not be uncomfortable. They would be more, more, more. Okay, no, no, not David. Uh, so on, more, 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 more. <laughs> I just want you guys to to know that. Now, let me get a two hour teaching into like two minutes. Um, I do believe there's a great deal of confusion about pride. All right, um, I did grow up in a Christian environment, and right there in the Bible. It says that pride is the root of all evil, okay? All evil. That's a pretty big statement, okay? But it always confused me because I would hear that read in church, and then at school, um, our, our school uh, football team, well, all of our teams were called the Mustangs, okay? And, and I was on some of those sports teams. We were the Mustangs, all right? And one of the big signs they would hold up at games is Mustang pride. And I'm thinking, whoa, wait a minute. The Bible says pride's the root of all evil. And this is a Christian school. And you're saying, we've got pride, okay? And, and it made no sense. And I don't think it made sense to them either. They just did it, all right? Well, Today, I make a distinction between, I do believe there's a healthy pride and an unhealthy pride, just as David said, okay? And the healthy pride, just as David said, is basically I'm off on my humility. I'm off on my truth about me. I'm either, uh, I've probably gone to superior, there's inferior or superior, but I've probably gone to superior. I may have gone to inferior, okay, because, uh, uh, my favorite preacher of all time used to say that disagreeing with God is the height of arrogance. So if God says uh, that I'm a good person and I say, no, I'm not because I feel guilty, that's really arrogant. I'm disagreeing with God. Okay. So I need to accept what he says and, and learn to love and respect myself. Okay, which is Dave's hat today, which is perfect. All right. But, but 
here's where here, here's how I make the distinction. Um, I ask um, several scholars in the language that the Bible was written in about that pride thing. And I said, okay, what does this mean? What, is, what does pride mean in everyday world language? All right. And what they came back with really surprised me, which is unusual. I, I do this a lot. And I, I'm usually expecting what they come back with. Not this time. What they came back with was that is that a really good definition of pride is vain imagination. Now, you got to chew on that a little bit that before you can do anything, before you even have a thought or emotion, a memory has been activated about whatever's going on in your, in your world, okay? But the root of it is an image. We think in images. Uh, Pierce Howard, PhD, in his best-selling book, Owner's Manual for the Brain, cites research that all incoming data through our senses is encoded as an image. If it's a smell, it's encoded as an image. If it's a sound, it's encoded as an image because images are the universal language. A picture's worth a thousand words, okay? That's sort of the idea, all right? So to me, unhealthy pride is when you're using your image maker to focus on something that is worthless. Now, Dave's hat, self-respect, would be self-worth. Okay, to me, unhealthy pride is when I'm focusing my focus. I'm, I'm focusing my thoughts, my emotions, my memory. I'm focused on something that is worthless. Uh, I'm focused on porn. I'm focused on the new dream boat I would like to buy, but I can't afford. Uh, the girl that, I mean, not now, but when I was a little kid, the girl that I was going to marry that was like Miss America or something that would never even probably talk to me. But in my imagination, she falls in love with me and all this, you know, sort of stuff. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's worthless. That's, that's wasted time. The word vain literally means void. There's nothing of value there. All right. So when you use your mind and your memories and your thoughts and emotions and everything to focus on something that has no value, to me, that is the unhealthy pride. And it doesn't matter if it's porn or buying something new or whatever. Now, I'm not talking about planning to buy something new. Uh, no, that's okay. I'm talking more about just, oh, daydreaming. You know, stuff that maybe I know will never happen, but I'm daydreaming because it feels good. All right. Uh, just like the porn feels good. It's probably the biggest addiction, I believe, in the history of mankind. Okay. Um, healthy pride, I would call honor. And I believe honor is a combination of truth and love married together. 
when you get truth and love married together, both of them at the same time, same place, about the same thing, you have honor. And honor is what we want, man. That We need to honor ourselves. We need to honor others. We need to honor plants. We need to honor animals. We need to honor the ozone. We need to honor everything and everybody, okay? And that is healthy pride. So I hope that makes it as clear as mud. Yeah, I'm going to cry. I'm about to cry, Alex. Seriously, <laughs> man. I've never seen you cry. Yeah, no, I feel it. <laughs> hey, let's do like in the movies and get some of those fake tears. And while I'm talking, <laughs> just bend over and then it'll look like you're crying. And you straighten up. I don't need the fake ones today. I don't need the fake ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to add something to that? And then we'll no. go to the code. No, amen. Johanna, do you want to add anything to that? I think I no, think I'm good. Johanna, I think these topics we're on right now, the start of this series, I'm hoping you'll weigh in a little bit because I know these issues are really big for you too. Yes, but I think you both have, have really um expressed it in, in 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 truth and love the way I would. So I don't think there's anything I would add at this point, Alex. Okay. Dave, uh, do you want to start the code? Yeah. Okay. I have one. Right. Okay. So, so we pray, we request that all destructive negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits and addictions, false limiting beliefs and relationship issues that are related to foolish pride or vain glory or vain imagination that they be found opened and healed through love light truth and god amen no okay first position of left hand jaw right hand temple i'll call it foolish pride fool's pride fool's pride fool's pride Bull's pride and wise pride. Mm, that's good. I like that. Wise pride. Doesn't rhyme or anything, though. Bull's pride, wise, wise pride. Mm. No alliteration either. Uh -huh. Okay, second position, both hands, jaws. Perfect pride. Perfect pride. There you go. <laughs> Honor. Perfect pride. I like wise pride. Wise pride. I don't know. Okay. Third position. Left hand jaw, right hand temple. Again, same as the first position. Okay, fourth position, both hands, temples, both hands, temples.
Okay, fifth position now. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. Fifth position. Okay, back to position one now for second cycle. Left hand, jaw, right hand, temple. Left hand, jaw, right hand, temple. Cycle two. Position one. Second position, both hands, jaws, both hands, jaws. Okay, third position, left hand jaw, right hand temple again. Left hand jaw, right hand temple, position three. Okay, position four, both hands temples, both hands temples. Position four. Bless you. Thank you. That's a cough, but yeah, okay. I bless on both. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, position five now, left hand temple, right hand bridge. Fifth position. We know the bless you on sneezing, I think originated because it's the closest to death we get during the middle of the sneeze. And I get that, but it's more likely that a cough is a problem than when a sneeze is usually nothing. So I'm mm -hmm. wanting to bless them in case it's a problem. Mm -hmm. I had heard that sneezing was when you were kind of like expelling like bad humors or something, or, you know, like get, yeah. I don't know, catharding or something. Catharding, yeah. Getting yeah. something out. Yeah. Like if you get pepper up your nose, you got to get it out. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's, that's. And hope you're not right in the middle of a set at Smalls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> okay that's, i'm sorry okay that's that's two cycles okay uh acupuncture point side of the hand temples little finger eyebrows 
under the nose. Middle finger. Middle of the chest. Under the nipples. Thumb. Under the nose. Under the arms. Index finger. Sore spot. Chin. 9G. Eyes open. Closed. Open, eyes down to the left, eyes down right. Circle your eyes, circle back the other way. One, two, three, four, five. All right, let's activate governing and conception vessel three times, please. Three times. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. This is also called yin and yang, calms the central nervous system. I just like saying yin and yang, yin and yang, yin and yang. Bless you, Dave. Thank you. All right, custom healing centers. Let's start with throat. Please open and harmonize. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. And by the way, if this hurts, you're massaging too hard. Heart, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and Harmonize. And now let's go to both hands brainstem. Both hands brainstem. Brainstem and what it is connected to is your ancestry memories, unconscious memories, subconscious memories. About 99% of your mind comes out of those. Only about 1% is our conscious intention and willpower. We wanna transform unhealthy pride into healthy pride. Mm -hmm. What do I want versus honor? You don't think honor's a big deal? Talk to some retired military, military dude. Any branch of the service, doesn't matter. Ask them if honor means anything to them. Both hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths, one after the other. Let the code process. Slow, deep breaths from the stomach. 
Don't try to do anything. Typically, if you try to make something happen, you will prevent it from happening. You'll get in the way. Just let go. And when you're ready, uh, make a note of your zero to 10. And I would also take another look in 30 minutes when it should be a little better than it is now. And Johanna, if we have any questions, I've got a couple minutes here. Okay, so if you have a question and you're on the phone, you can press star nine. That's going to um, raise your hand and I'll be able to unmute your line or you can type in a question online and I can read that for Alex. Alex, I have a quick question. It um, might not be that quick though, but you know, there's seems like there's it's two sides of the same coin almost where you can be like self-confident about something like, and then, and then it could be too much. Then you could suddenly become arrogant or conceited about that. Right. How are you? How, how how can you tell whether you're like over being over being you know being vainglorious or whether you're just being self respectful and honest with yourself? Like, yeah, I saw I saw a couple of interviews. I'm a sports guy. I grew up playing sports. Went to college to play sports. And um, a lot of you probably heard of Nick Saban, who's uh, supposed to, to be the most successful college coach, football coach of all time. Bill Belichick, who a lot of people consider the best professional football coach of all time. And I've heard both of them, Dave, in interviews say that one of the keys to championships and winning is humility. That the players that have this, yeah, they need to be confident. But if they go from confidence to arrogance, it will actually inhibit their performance, not mm -hmm. increase it. And it's interesting because the NBA basketball playoffs are going on right now. And there's one team that was very highly rated and a lot of people even thought they would win the championship, but they're young guys and they're making arrogant mistakes. And I've already heard several uh, big-time players and commentators say they're not going to win big until they learn some humility. You got to have confidence, but you got to have humility to go with that confidence, which means you're respecting the other team. You're respecting the other player. If you don't respect them, which would be arrogant, right. chances are they're going to come back and bite you in the butt. If you do respect them, you're probably going to be playing your best and guarding your best, and maybe you win and beat them. But yeah. anyway, that's just sort of the yeah. And and um, uh, Johanna, I am going to have to go. I apologize. Okay, Alex. Love well, you guys. Have a great right. week. Thanks, Alex. All right. Let's see if we have a question that we can answer. Kristen, she says, I love the healing codes. It's new for me. I've been diagnosed with breast cancer and would love any insight, special codes, anything to help me grow emotionally. All right. And um, I can create a custom code for you after we finish this Q&A, Kristen. So if you want to raise your hand. Uh, and and Johanna, Johanna, yeah. I think one point and correct me or add whatever. Uh, you, you know, when we talk about cancers, a lot of times. We do. We're, we are talking about unforgiveness in some form. So, 
you know, that might be something to, to try to explore for Kristen if she has cancer and she's, you know, some, some resentment or unforgiveness towards a person or situation. Is that? Often, yeah, often that could be very much so. And, and that's when we would direct them through the 12 categories, which, um, which I can share with Kristen when she comes on for a custom code too. Um, Becky is saying, is it okay to do healing code positions at the same time as doing the additional optional minutes versus doing those minutes separately from healing codes or trilogy positions? Um, is it okay to do healing code positions at the same time as doing the additional optional minutes versus um, if it feels good, I'd say, yes, that's fine. You can do it. Is she talking about the, like the, the miracle, you know, the, the, with the rapid eye movements and the, and the breathing and that kind of thing. Cause that, that, that usually comes at the, after you're, you know, in, in sequence at the end of, after you you've done the trilogy or done the healing code is that, I'm not sure if that's what she's talking about. Um, she says, is it okay to do healing code positions at the same time? as doing the additional optional minutes versus doing those minutes separately from healing codes. Um, when you're doing the, uh, the, other, the other minutes, like if it's rapid eye movement or yes. body balance, I mean, it's good to focus on what that actual movement is. Um, but, you know, I, I've heard people <laughs> many times who keep their hands constantly pointing at the Adam's <laughs> apple. Through everything oh, they do, so I see. it's it's really up to you. It's not going to hurt anything. It's not going to stop anything from working. It may, if you like it and it feels good, it may be perfect for you. So I'd say yeah, that's fine. Okay, let me look at Annie. I'm gonna un. If you want to unmute your line. Hi, Johanna. Hi, Dr. David. How are Hi. you? Hi. Um, Johanna, I was wondering um, if you could give me a custom healing code for my seven-year-old son, uh, Marcus. Uh, yesterday at school, I was standing right there, two feet from him. He was standing on top of a bench, fell backwards, and he broke his arm very badly. Um, and he was taken to the emergency room um, in an ambulance, and the doctors, by God's grace, were able to reset um, his bones. And Dr. David, you would know it's the two bones that were in his right arm. Both of those snapped and were misaligned. Um, they were radius, able to reset it. Radius. Yes. And so it was a wrist yes. fracture, basically a wrist. Yes. It was wrist. right below the wrist. Yes. Wrist fracture. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And they said he most likely won't need surgery. I mean, I, you know, it does sounds like it's not near the growth plate. That's usually the, with his the, pains. the main concern because then if you if you have an injury that involves the growth plate, then you can have some growth length discrepancy as he gets old. But okay. if it's not, if it's mid shaft, it should be fine in terms of the the, the length of his arm being okay. the, the other side, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So Annie, I'm going to um, go ahead and mute this right now. I'm going to stop the recording. So we're going to go ahead and get the custom code section, I suppose. Oh, thank you.